I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about moving too quickly. Right. You know, Margaret, when people find somebody that they feel that chemistry with, it is instant. Absolutely. It is just like your whole life has come together. You've hit the lottery. That's right. Everything feels amazing. Not only that, it might be a divine intervention. But it's not good to go too quickly and to just go based on a feeling because you have to remember, you don't know this person. And even if you do know them as a friend, you don't know what they will be like as a romantic partner because right. it's a very different thing. Yes. So Margaret is going to talk about some signs that your relationship is moving too quickly. And let me tell you this, if you're trying to reattract an ex, you don't want to go too quickly again no. because they might have some buyer's remorse and say, mm -mm, this <laughs> buyer's one, remorse, I yep, like it. Too much too soon. So what do we got here, Margaret? Okay, what I can tell you is that there is not a ton of material written about this. And I came across this article kind of accidentally, and I apologize, it's over a lot of pages and I might fumble a little, but I thought it was very well worth presenting. What's the name of the article? Uh, is Eight Signs Your New Relationship is Moving Too Quickly. All right, so and we got eight. Common Sense Signs. And a lot of this is written by a psychiatrist, and that's unusual, and it's one of the reasons I wanted to present you with this article. Because psychiatrists don't often get into relationship issues, and bless this lady for doing it. Mm -hmm. And I think she has made some really good points. And so even if you're not looking to go from zero to 60 in record time, and you actually want to take it slow, when you're really feeling it for someone, you can lose control of the situation. Then, before you know it, it's only been a few weeks and you're already talking about moving in together. Yep. Right? Which, although great, because being in love is awesome, moving too quickly can sometimes doom the relationship. Yep. Okay. And you know what I have found, too, that you have to think about? Is I've seen a lot of times the, our clients or the people that we're talking with will say, you know, I was trying to take it slow, but they came on so strong. Yeah. And at first I was saying, no, I don't want to go this fast. But then I kind of gave into it and they get swept into it. Right. So be aware of that. Other people can drag you in, yeah. not just yourself. You, gotta, you have yeah. to have a stronger frame in yourself where you don't get dragged down. And but into... it's not easy. No, especially not with people easy. like... I found avoidance come on very strong sexually, and um, narcissists will love bomb you. Right. Good point. And so they'll come on super strong, and it'll feel amazing, but not for long. No. Well, this is by a board-certified psychiatrist named Dr. Susan Edelman. And she said, the relationships that start too fast, she likes to call them microwave romances mm -hmm. because they heat up at lightning speed. They heat up quickly. And sometimes explode in your face. 
So don't forget that don't forget that taking things slowly can be equally sexy, says yeah. she. Uh, while there are no guarantees that a relationship that moves too quickly will absolutely positively end just as quickly as it came on, mm -hmm. um, taking it slow is usually a far better option than racing through it. Mm -hmm. It is not as though there's some invisible finish line you need to get to. So taking your time to really relish in those fun beginning moments is something worth considering. Mm -hmm. Because once the honeymoon phase is over, it doesn't come back. So enjoy it while you got it. Mm -hmm. Okay? All right. So sign number one, you already fully trust this person and you've only been with them for three weeks. Yeah. Okay? That's chemistry, I think. Mm -hmm. Not logic. Yes. Okay? This is the most trustworthy person I've ever known. They're so easy to talk to. Um, you know, I just absolutely trust them, and it's not real. No. Okay? You don't know them yet. No, you don't know them yet. Okay? Second sign, you're not giving each other enough space. In other, in other words, each partner's life is disrupted by this relationship. Okay? You stop seeing your friends. You put down some of your interests. You even think of, you know, giving up wherever you live and, and moving in with this person. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. And you know what I've seen is that um, they might come on super strong and not want any space from you. And so you think it's going to continue the way it does. And then all of a sudden they back off. They slam on the brakes and they're like, wait, but sudden, you were the yeah, one that wanted to see me every day. All of a sudden they back off. Yeah, when they suddenly <laughs> feel like they don't have enough space because mm -hmm. we all need it. Okay? And I think the trick of any relationship is getting the closeness and the space ratio correct. Yeah, which okay? is very challenging. Yeah. Sign number three, you already feel secure. Particularly if you have never had too many relationships in your life, and including when you were a child that made you feel secure, it's a, a miracle that suddenly you feel secure with this person. Like everything's okay in the world. Nothing's going to go wrong. Nothing's going to harm you. Nobody's going to going to hurt you, yeah. all right? And that's an intoxicating feeling, particularly if you've never felt it before. Yeah, yeah. but it's only based on like a chemical reaction, right. you know what I mean? Right. So you can't base your security no. on that. It's not going to do you any good. And remember, this, the hormone is right there saying, get close, hurry up, and please procreate because I, Mother Nature, want that, mm -hmm. okay? Number four. You're making major life decisions before your first big fight. What a wonderfully practical thought, mm -hmm. okay? Because lovers cannot go on for very long before you have a disagreement, you have an argument, you feel slighted by something, something happens, okay? So if you decide to move in with someone before you have your first big fight, mm -hmm. you could be in for a big surprise around how they handle it. Yeah, exactly. You okay? just don't know what they're you capable of. You don't know. Of. You don't know. Uh -huh. and, and you might want to take a close look at how they treat the other people in their life. That's coming up. You're oh. absolutely right. I didn't see the yeah. article, I but, promise. No, but it's coming up. So before you make major decisions um, about your partner in your life, it's important to see all sides of your partner. How do they handle stress, disagreement, adverse situations, anger, sadness, disappointment, etc.? I think it's also important to, to know 
how they view their ex-partners and how they talk about them. Absolutely. Because a lot of times people are like, they make this other person to be this villain and they were so horrible and that's why we couldn't be together. Meanwhile, if you talk to their ex, you'd be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm getting two completely different stories here. Or you say, and how come you stayed five years if she was such a witch? Yeah. You know? Where's your self-esteem? Mm -hmm. um, so absolutely, you need to listen to everything because you're just getting to know this person. And I'm sure that in the throes of all of this, it would be easy to think we're never going to have a fight. We're so miraculously compatible, it's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, But no healthy couple is together without fighting periodically. Um, and it's how well you learn to do it that can make or break your relationship. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, the next one is, you're having lots of sex, but you never talk about sex. That's interesting. I thought so too. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we're having all this great sex, but nobody tells the other how great it was, how different it is, or what sex means to each of you. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, and that's extremely important. Yes, what sexual relationships you've had before, mm -hmm. what worked for you, what didn't. Um, it's very important to be able to talk about it. Yeah. There can't, ultimately, there can't be any subject you can't talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and you got to realize that some people are going to, well, in every relationship, there's a very good chance that one person is going to want it more than the other. Absolutely. And somebody's going to be frustrated one way or the yeah. other. Yep. Either we're doing it too much or we're not doing it enough. And so that's going to come up. Yeah. Whatever else happens. Um, being on the same page about sex is just as important as it is for other values, you know, how you treat people, money, all those things. Mm -hmm. um, find out what sex means to your partner. Ask them what makes sex good for them and make sure it's not a topic that's too uncomfortable to discuss. Yep. Okay. Number six. Okay. You're talking about moving in together before meeting their friends and family. And this is going to speak to your point, Craig. Yeah. Yeah. How people relate to others is an important sign as to who they are and a preview of how they will treat you. Yep. When choosing a partner, you want to look for responsibility and accountability. And there's no better way than to see how your partner relates to others. You want to gauge their values, emotional intelligence, in other words, how in tune are they with other people. Mm -hmm and how well they respect, support, and play with others. Yeah. Okay? So you want to know if they're isolated, if they're outgoing, if they have friends. Always a good friend. Always a good idea if they do. Um, and I think you need to know what their issues are with their parents. Absolutely. You certainly do. What's your first question to most people, Margaret? Tell me a little bit about growing up. No, my real <laughs> first question is, how's your mother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people would ask me what I said to people. When they came in to see me in my office and I would say, well, I really start with, how's your mother? Yeah, because it tells you a lot. <laughs> it tells you everything, really. Um, I don't talk to her. I talk to her twice a day. All those things tell you volumes. Yes, because okay? their attachment yep. in this world yep. with their mother is going to be a, a big clue as to how they attach in their romantic life. No matter why they came to therapy, it's going to come down to that eventually. Mm -hmm. um, what was growing up like for you? Did you feel loved? Are you attached, etc.? And that inevitably involves mom. That's not to say that dads aren't important. 
but um, it's the it's the attachment or lack of it to mom that makes all the difference. Absolutely. And one of the things they say that I think is always good advice: watch how your partner treats a waitress, for example. Yes. Okay. Um, and how they how they relate with people you meet out in the world. If you're going out with each other, you're going to different places, you're walking down the street together, all kinds of things. Is this person friendly, unfriendly, hostile? Um, do they think the world is a safe place or are they a little paranoid? All those things are extremely important and you need time to observe them. Yeah, okay? yeah, you really do. Yeah. Because don't just take their word for how they're bashing other people. Oh, no. Because that's a big red flag in my book. Mine too. Why did you stay? You know? Yeah, if they yeah. were so horrible, why, why were you, you with stay? them all that time? Yeah. You weren't trapped. No. Um, and you're a big grown-up and you can make a decision to walk away. Yep. All right. Sign number seven. You're putting your friends on the back burner. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, just about everybody I talk to um, who's young has a group of friends. Um, and when they start to date someone, that issue always comes up. Are you so enthralled and involved in this relationship that you ignore your friends? Yep. It's not a good idea. If something goes wrong in the relationship, for just practical purposes, you're going to need your friends. Yeah. Okay? Um, then I hear, you know, people who very helpfully check things out with their friends and look for other points of view and other opinions. And that's healthy. Yeah, okay? I agree. Um, this is the last one? We're coming up to it. I'm still not quite done with number seven. All right. Alienating your friends can come come with the territory when your relationship moves too quickly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not a good sign if you're ignoring them because the new relationship is taking over, says Dr. Edelman. Mm -hmm. If this relationship doesn't work out, they're the ones you're going to need. Yep. All right. Here's the last one, number eight. You're somehow losing yourself to this relationship. And that's so easy to do. Oh, yes. When you're excited about somebody new yeah. and how it's going, it's very easy to get uh, to lose yourself into that relationship yeah. and making it your only priority. That's right. And think about it, says Dr. Edelman. You're ready to give up your apartment, your friends, your job, your self-care, your values to be with this person. Yeah. Notice your own eagerness to put aside what's important to you and place your relationship and your partner in the foreground. Mm -hmm. What's driving this decision, you need to ask yourself. Why am I in such a hurry? If you're, if you're twisting and bending your own life to suit that of your partner, most likely you're acting from fear of losing them. Yep. Okay, you shouldn't have to give up yourself and your life. No. To be with someone. Um, the speed, you gotta have a balance. Right. The speed of your actions in this situation is a fight-flight response. Slow down to ground yourself into what's important to you. Okay? Relationships where one person loses themselves to create or keep the relationship are bound to fail because eventually you're going to be angry about that. I gave up everything for you. I didn't yes. ask you to. Right. That's exactly. what they'll say. I didn't ask you to. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so when you're head over heels for someone, it isn't easy to pull things in and take it slow, but it's really important. Absolutely. Okay. And you got to remember, whenever you start dating somebody new, you're risking a heartbreak. Always. So you want to f do your research on what right. you're getting invested in. Risking, yeah. 
Loving anybody is always a risk. You could lose them, one of you could die, all kinds of things can happen. It's, a, it's not a light decision. So okay. the better you understand yeah. what a healthy person looks like, the healthier you get, the less likely you're going to be to be drawn to somebody who's going to walk away from you when there's that's a little right. bit of problems. But that's not to say that the hormones can't get the smartest of us. Oh, it will. One yeah. of the things yeah. I always personally suggest to people is know someone for at least a year so that you have been through all of their anniversaries. Okay? Because remember about anniversary reactions. We can re react in a very powerful way sometimes. Um, so if you have someone who's going to get depressed in the spring because their father died and they lost their job one year, that's okay, but you need to know about that. Okay? There are certain times of year that certain people have a very difficult time. Mm -hmm. So know the anniversaries. Absolutely. Okay? As well as your partner's life story. And most of the time when I talk with people, I'm impressed that they really do know their partner's life story. Yeah. So that's all good. Very, very helpful information and okay. something to think about whether you're trying to get back with your ex or date other people. Right. It's really good to know what what kind of person they are and how they're going to be and you right. simply don't know just because you've gone out six times and you've had a great time every date. Yep. Right? Right. Exactly. All right. All right. Helpful stuff. Okay. Put a so. thumbs up on the video for Margaret for the hard research that she does. Of course, when you get a, want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. If you want to do email coaching with me or Skype, I'm available for that. Margaret, of course, is available for Skype coaching. If you think I can be helpful, please sign up to talk with me. Just on the website, click on Margaret at the top of the website to sign up with her. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.